Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 782. And today we're going to be diving into the shadow of Jinky 54, which is greed. And greed is at its very core what has gotten this reality, this world where it is right now. It is a mess. And as we've been talking in the past um, episode, and even through Jinky 53, which is deeply connected with this Jinky, it is the disconnection. The disconnection from God. And and at the very core, that's the, that's the core of every shadow, right? The disconnection. And that disconnection, it is because we have become identified with the personality, with the body-mind consciousness, which is just the servant, which is just the horse, the, the vehicle for which to have the experience of life, right? There's a very fine line where you are experiencing life and when you start needing experience, right? There's a difference between experiencing and needing experiencing, uh, and this is greed. And this need... It it claims and it wants physicality, right? It wants the experience of the physical because this greed is not just for money. It's greed for, at the very core, is experience. Because why do those people want money? At the very at the very uh, evil side, right? The the, the creepy, you know, uh, power distortion of reality is power. Power over others, not power in itself, but power over others. That is the very core dissonance of uh, of this reality. Why? Because as we move the energy through the Kundalini, through the first two seals, we got the first that, you know, bases us in this reality, those basic survival reproduction, you know, surviving, eating, you know, not getting eaten, um, first seal. Then we get to experience the pain of the suffering of of physicality, right? And then we realize that as we eat, we we gain fortitude, and that becomes a, 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 an electromagnetic thing, right? It becomes energy, and and as you know, we haven't truly evolved and raised that energy to the higher seals. When we reach the third seal which is still depolarized, right? Remember, first three seals are depolarized. It's a swing from the negative to the positive, negative to the positive. We have us, and then there's the other. And since now we eat, and we know that eat forty, that food fortifies us, and at this point it's not just physical food, but it is vibrational food, right? We are, we are just gobblers, and we want to take... And 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 this in itself, if it's part of the part of the path, right? We have to go through this in order to realize that the ultimate food is allowing the light of creation to feed us, right? And 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 we allow the light of creation to feed to feed us by positioning our attention. That's that's the tenet. That is why we're here. The moment, and this is what creation is, as uh, Jesus and the Bible said. You right, you know, we are made in the image of God. 
What is God? The creator. When you are not creating, you are dying. And what is creation? Creation is to position your attention in something. And because your attention is on something, frequency from, from God, the, the, the light of creation, in, inspiration, right? Ideas, possibilities. You, it's like, you know, browsing on the internet back in the day when, when there was internet, because now it's all social media uh, websites and stuff. You will, you know, click a link on a website and then that lead you to another website. And eventually you click another link and three, five hours later, you who knows where out there. But it all led you from connections to connections. You're, you were attracted to something, right? And now you're exploring. And, and it's the same with life, you know, anything. You suddenly start, you know, messing with a piece of wood. And next thing you pull out a, a knife and now you're making something. And three years later, now you're making cabinets and, and furniture. And, and, you know, 10 years later, now you're making statues out of driftwood, you know, and, and putting glaze on it and putting colors on it. And where that came from? That came from your attention, your attention on that little piece of wood and start carving it. And now you're creating stuff, right? Now, that is not greed. That is connection, right? Because we are creating you are you are bringing life to the world too. You are you are you are contributing. You are being part of the, the the ecosystem, right? Now the problem comes when um, we want that you know wood carved beautiful piece of you know creation that somebody has, right? and there's nothing wrong with that. But you want them all, and that thing becomes an addiction. Becomes like you know, like spiritual cocaine, right? And, and, and you realize that by stepping on other people, you get their energy, you eat them, right? And this is what the world has become. The dog-eat-dog dog literally means dog-eat-dog. Dog. You know, you are a dog and you're eating other dogs out there. And that is what this whole system of reality has become. And, and, and it's at its very core inside of us. It's this, this um, at, its, at its very core, this... Um, not taking responsibility for our sacred wound, not taking response, not, not being aware that when we listen to the personality, when we give our attention to the personality, the personality lives in lack because it is going to die. It's coming. The, the death is coming to the personality. It's going to die. The body's going to die. And so it lives in lack. So it wants. It has, it's at its very deep DNA structure, right? So when we're aware of that, then, then the whole thing changes. And, and it's all about really becoming, if you want a shortcut of, of attention, if you, if, you, if you will, it's all about realizing that when we move our attention from the separation between us and the, the universe into being who we truly are, which is the creator. In this case, I don't see it as creator, but it's you, you funnel your attention, you position your attention, the light of God flows through you, which is inspiration and unlimited, the, the river of thought, right? Possibilities that up, up, uh, expand and expand and expand and expand. And what it's doing, it is, you know, electromagnetically sending a signal into the universe to reconfigure the building blocks of reality. And then that same magnetic 
frequency is going to manifest as a physical experience, right? So when we're doing our job, which is create, we stop being uh, the personality, right? And we become, we, um, we don't even become, you know, we're just allowing the idea to become, right? And so now, for example, I, I've been looking, um, this is a silly example, but it's really beautiful. There's a YouTuber called Mr. Beast, right? And this was a young kid that totally devoted his attention to making videos on YouTube when he was like, you know, 14 or 15 or something. And now he's like 26, 10 years later of doing videos. His whole attention, he, his whole life, all of his focus, was incredibly focused uh, young man. And, and now what he's doing is he's making this super complex videos. He's spending millions of dollars and he's tenant is, you know, he, everything that he makes, he puts it back to making videos to provide, to give what people want. Cause that's what he started. You know, he's, he, he, he got to, you know, in his studies of making videos, he got to realize that the, what would give him the most views is what people wanted. So he became a giver. And you um, kind of have seen interviews of him and stuff. I mean, the man lives in a room. In a room. He, 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 he bought a house because, you know, he, you know, at some point he was living in a duplex paying 300 bucks a, a month with a roommate whilst, while still being a millionaire. And somebody broke into the house. So he needed to buy a house just so that he didn't get broken in because he was becoming famous, right? But he actually lives in his office. He has a bed and, and a, you know, a thing to do, you know, to do, um, um, you know, exercise, right? And, and, a, and a desk and a bathroom and a dresser. And he dresses in shorts and, and a cap, right? He doesn't put any of his money to himself because he doesn't need it because he's living life. He has become this idea. He has allowed the idea to take him over. And so all of his attention is on, on, on creating, right? I'm not saying that you should be like that or anything. And what I'm saying is there is no egotism there, which is the dilemma of this jinky, 54, the shadow of this jinky. And the, um, this, is the, this, is, this is the victim of drive or lack of drive. And what it means is whether you're moving forward with your... Mission, which is expand, to position the attention of God so that God can flow through the universe. And these ideas become more life, right? When, when instead of that, what we're doing is looking how we're going to get shit from others. You know, well, we're going to get, how am I going to get it? Am I going to get it? Eat, eat, eat. Why? Because you're hungry. Why? Because you are in lack. Why? Because you are at the very core, that sacred wound. I am not good enough. I am not worthy of love. And that is what the personality is. So when we become conscious of what is going on at a deeper, you know, DNA level, then we can actually start moving our attention. And this is where aspiration comes through, which is the, the gift of this jinky. And we're going to move into that in our next uh, podcast. But uh, 
Before we get into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about, you want to go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. 256, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. And <laughs> and on that on that page, you will see all the explanation. Listen to that episode, episode 256. And on that page, you will see a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the tool that we're using to explore these jinkies. The reason we're doing this stuff, it is because we're positioning our attention on these lofty contemplations, which at its very core is very simple. How do we evolve? How do we expand? How do we uh, experience the joy of life? Because we have all these things that stands in the way we call them shadows. And what they are is really a misunderstanding of reality. Reality is the reason we're here. And at this very core, you know, when there's been people that have gone through hypnosis, right? Or, or they have had a um, near-death experience. And they remember why they came here, right? Uh, it's it's uh, for the most part, there's many reasons, but for the most part, the grand percentage of people that come here, we just come here into physicality to f- to feel the, f- the the earth in our feet, to, you know, feel the breeze of the wind, to to experience water and, and dive into the ocean, right? To have the touch of a loved one, to to experience physicality, right? And so where has that evolved at this point right now? Because of the nature of the natural refinement of experience, as we go from, you know, survival, we get to have this pain and suffering and sadness of the second seal, right? And and then we get to experience this third seal uh, separation that now you have figured out how to take from the world, from others, right? All of that is suffering. All of that is suffering. When we manage to reach the energy to the fourth seal, depolarize that or equalize that polarity, right? Now we are experiencing what God is experiencing, which is wholeness, oneness, which is this realis- this love. What is love, right? This realization that there is only one thing going on here. There's only God. All of us, we are God. The, 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 the table is God. The, the, the wind is God. The road is God. The sun is God. The galaxy, the universe is God. Everything, subatomic particles, the DNA, right? Our thoughts, and the flow of thoughts, which when we say our thoughts, is not our thoughts, it's just the thoughts we're choosing to observe for that, contemplate for that moment, right? That is God. And so we're moving from the shadow to the gift, from fear to love, and then ultimately to the city or divine gift, which is enlightenment, which is the, realisa- the ultimate realization, right? So we're going there. This is what we're doing. So we're positioning our attention using this tool, the hologenetic profile. And on that page, episode 256, you'll see a link that takes you to the Gene Keys website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is a map with 11 Gene Keys 
um, on how to um, how to use this particular tool to um, look at, at 11 key aspects of contemplation so that we can start moving that energy forward. And it is not about condemning our misunderstandings of reality, our shadows. It's about realizing them, taking responsibility, and embracing that darkness, if you want to call it, which is just, you know, it's just like a baby that pooped on his pants or his undies. You know, now it's all pooped. You know, what do you do? You clean it up. That's it. You And how do you do it? That is love, right? We don't, you know, now murder the baby because, you know, he's, he's, he's soiled, right? And that's what we're trying to do all the time. That is what personal development doesn't work because it's always, it's at its core, personal development is based on this tenet that you are not good enough, which is the sacred wound. Right? We're not here to become better people. That is, that is a trap that will keep you on that treadmill for all eternity. Like the horse behind the carrot trying to get that carrot that's on a stick. And you're never going to get that carrot. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be strong enough. You're never, never going to be you know, sexy enough. You're never going to be wealthy enough or, or rich enough or powerful enough or sexy enough or whatever. You're never going to be that because the attention is on the wrong place. The attention is on wanting something that you don't have. And so the manifestation of that attention is the continual wanting. It's very subtle when we learn what positioning our attention means. I want something. Okay, so you're going to be wanting that something for until you move your attention to I have it. And what do you have? What do we have? We have the attention of God. It's called free will. Right. And that is the greatest love, unlimited love. I mean, we do a lot of nasty stuff here. Why does God allow it? Because if it wouldn't, if it, God didn't allow one thing, the whole universe would end like that. The universe is built on free will because we are who we are expanding God with our choice of positioning of our attention. So on this uh, um, page, episode 256, you'll see that map. You'll see an example of that map. But when you download your map, it's going to be relevant to you. This, I personally see it as a starting point because I, I see these 64 jinkies as understanding all these entrance points, 64 different ways to, to, to understand this very core concept of moving the energy, understanding that fear embracing that fear and and so it's very interesting the for example the um the 12 step of the alcoholics anonymous right at its very core the the reason that this works because the alcoholic knows he's an al she's an alcoholic so it's surrendering to a higher power that's i think that's the first or the second of the tenant you know i think the first is i'm an alcoholic so you have to admit it right take responsibility and so the same with this we're emotional addicts Right. Not us, because we are the positioner of the attention, the personality, because it's a body, mind, consciousness. It's taking those chemicals from the brain that come out because of the need of emotion. Right. And so when we take that tenet and surrender to a higher power, God, I have no fucking clue how to deal with this shit I have. 
But I take responsibility. It's my shit. It's not my mom that did this or my father or my boss or my ex-wife or my girlfriend or my, you know, my boyfriend, whatever. Right. It's not my past lives. and all. it's none of that. I take responsibility for my personality, for my dog that just shed on my yard, on my, on my neighbor's yard. Right. And, and you take responsibility, take that shadow inside and give it to God. Said, God, I have no fucking clue what to do with this thing. But I admit and I take responsibility for me, for my personality, for this misunderstanding of reality and then surrender to a higher power. Because there is, a, there is a solution, there is a path, which we call it the gift, right? There is a path to God and the path. You don't know because it's just like, you know, like Abraham, the, um, the channeler, the um, entity, right, says, like you're driving in the middle of the night and you're just, your car can, your light of your car can only shine so far for about 100, you know, yards or something. But there's darkness out there. You don't know how to solve. We don't know how to solve this problem. But we know that if we surrender to God, to the infinite, to all possibilities, that is the love of God right there. Surrender your shadow to God. Take responsibility. Embrace it. Love it. Accept it. And surrender it to God. And this is why the 12-step works. Because it's bringing, it's inviting in that superpower to take care of what needs to be taken care of. And little by little, that is the transformation. When you walk into a room and turn on the switch, there's no more darkness. Now there's light. That is love. When love looks and embraces the shadow, the fear, there's no more fear. There's no more shadow. There's only love. Because the power of love is transcendent. There is nothing that can stop love, right? Eventually it evolves and becomes an enlightenment, right? Which is a whole other level of beyond love, right? And we're going to get to that. But where we are now and our main work here is moving, trans, uh, understanding our misunderstandings of reality. And there is no, I'm, I'm, you know, you got to be better or, or you got to do this. If you're not doing this, you're not good enough. All of that is bullshit. When you, when you even bring your attention into just pure presence, just realize that the positioner of the attention, which is who we are, and the experiencing of, of reality, which is the recorder, which is the soul, recorder of emotion, that's what we are. It doesn't have any um, agenda. It doesn't have any um, constituent, constituency. Right. I am this personality. Right. I am this. I'm the you know, I'm, I'm happy when I'm happy. I'm sad when I'm sad. You know, all of those things are temporary. But we think we are the specific thing. Right. Personality. We're not. We're the positioner of the attention. So on that page on episode 256, you'll find everything you need to know about what how we're doing with our work here with the Gene Keys. And uh, when you click on the About tab on John.tv, you can find more about John.tv, about me, about Plant Homemaking, about Pearl Planet, who we, who we are, who am I, why are we doing this, what is the, uh, the intent with these brands. And our goal with this, all of this Plant Homemaking is to um, bring consciousness to um, an understanding of higher, um, um, higher is not the right word, um, uh, 
whole, a whole holistic or wholeness of understanding of reality. Because we are a, a pivotal point in our evolution in humanity, we're making a transition into a different reality. And we're in a fork of the road right now. Either we, um, and, and here's here's when we start talking about multidimensional reality and parallel universes, because all of this stuff, you know, you start looking at the equations, the equations, the math is there. You know, they say the technology is not there, but it is. And so when we understand that the universe is such a much grander thing than just figuring out how you're going to get that stuff from somebody else, right? Now the adventure becomes grander, right? And so we got to make decisions in our physical world here. And because of the shadow of the individual, we have a, a world shadow, right? The manifestation of all the little shadows of every one of us, all these unloved parts of, of ourselves, of life, of God, right? Because where there's no love, there's going to start festering that aspect of reality. And so this world is festering in so many ways. And it has to. Something, you know, the world is transforming. And, 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 the, and the question is, how is it going to transform? And it transforms because of the change of the individual, right? The individual point of attention of God chooses that transformation. And the transformation is the choice of love, right? The choice of equality among the polarities within yourself and within the grander reality of the world and it is and it is looking into the darkness looking into the shadows well, what do you think looking into the shadow means looking at that shit you don't want to look at and when when we're talking about a, on a personal level it's our shadow when we're talking about at a global level is the world shadow which is nasty as fuck and we have to because we need to learn how to integrate take responsibility for the shadow of the world I'm not saying you're going to fix it. What I'm saying is we have to become aware of the truth. We live in a reality where a lot of the people, even spiritual people, you know, they don't want to look at the shit. They're like, no, 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 no. The, the fucking vaccines are, didn't, are not creating adverse reaction effects. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. No, they're not trying to push a world coup. You know, oh, you, you shouldn't be talking about that. You were very enlightened a second ago. Now you're talking about not enlightened things. Everything is connected. Everything. And we need to look at this stuff because it is happening. Why is there so much fucking war in the world? Why do we have this war now all over the place? Why? These are the consequences of the shadow. If we don't look at these things, this shadow try to get away with shit that eventually create more and more and more suffering. Right, but when we look at them, a bunch of people start looking and say, "Well, but something's wrong here." Wait, wait, wait. What happened with this? You know, coronavirus. What happened with these? You know, vaccines that came out of nowhere. And now a lot of people are dying. No, they're not dying. It's not coming out in the news. And then you find out the news are controlled, controlled all over the world. You say, "Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist." No, that is a, a term invented. To delegitimize people that have figured out what the fuck is going on. Why do we need to know this stuff? So that we can make decisions. So that you can say, you know what? I'm not going to take no fucking vaccines. Because now I understand that the people that are running these corporations, they're not doing, they're not doing what they're doing to heal people. When you understand, when you mature enough, stop being naive. 
you realize that the shadow is a, it's a, it's a heavy thing. We're not just talking about these jinkies and all of this stuff because it's pretty fancy and we want to like, oh, we're enlightened and spiritual people. No, use this information. Use this information so that you can realize what is the truth. Because as Jesus said, the truth shall set you free. When you know the truth, you become unruly. And now, where are you going to position your attention? You're going to move that attention from the lies of the world. And you're going to start creating a real world. Because your attention is real right now. Nobody can come and bamboozle you about anything. Oh, we're going to kick you out of your job because, you know... Um, you didn't took the vaccine or, you know, these surveillance cameras that are putting all around London and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's okay for your good. Why do they need that? Oh, we're going to lay out a central bank digital currency, right? So that we know how to control your carbon footprint, right? Because global warming is killing the world. And they say these things. And who are these people? And this is what leads us straight to this fucking shadow of greed. Nasty stuff. The manifestation at a global level of this shadow of greed. What has become? It has become at, at the very core. And, and we talked about this in our last episode. Is, is This greed is disconnection. It is not looking at the world as you. Because when you understand that the other one is you. There's, it's, it's not like, oh, well, it's, you know, a good metaphor for love. No, it lit they are literally you. People are you. Everything is you. The world, the trees, the wind, the sun. Because there's only one here. It's so advanced that it appears to be separated. But what happens when we are lost in this shadow of greed? At a global level, we have this huge mess. Because now we have things that are going out of hand. So we're going to be diving into this shadow of Jinky 54, the shadow of greed, and what Richard Rudd has to say, which is basically talking about, you know, businesses and stuff like that. But I'm going to give it a more darker tone, you know, because it needs to. If we're going to be talking about this shit, we're going to really be talking about it. So here we go. So the essence of the 54 shadow success at material accumulation exists in its ability to create relationships that further its own material success. He's saying it really nice. But if we're talking about the shadow, we're talking about the third seal, the third and fourth seal, tyrant victim consciousness. Without a victim, you could not have a tyrant. Tyrants need victims, right? So as long as people remain victims, and this is why I'm, it's important to look at it, at all this stuff, to stop being a victim from that. You know, somebody says, well, I'm a victim because, you know, I did the vaccine. And you did it. Why? Because you were ignorant. I'm not saying that, you know, you're... What I'm saying is when we stop being victims, we end tyranny. Tyranny exists because people are victims, right? So what are these relationships? And he's saying it nicely, but I'm, I'm going to say it what it is. This is the relationship of the tyrant and the victim. And they're both, they switch, uh, they switch places back and forth. They're both sides of the same coin. Third and second seal. Second seal is a victim, third seal is a tyrant, right? We got that switching back and forth, back and forth all the time. You know, it's very interesting. I remember this book, um from the um 
C.S. Lewis, I think he was, um, I think it was um, Silver Chair. I don't remember which book was it, but it was about these kids that somehow ended up in a world. Actually, I don't remember the, the whole thing, but they ended up with a, a queen and the queen is a bitch. She's like just the epitome of, of, of fucking, you know, arrogance and control and superiority and it just she's a bitch and and she's stuck with these two kids in this world and she's just d demeaning them and commanding them and and eventually and, and throughout you know most of the the book or it's a short story i remember but at some point there was an earthquake or something and the the queen falls and the moment that she is in that place of of um, um, what's what's the word? Um, um, she she's in that place where she's vulnerable, right? Vulnerable. It's not the right word, but you know, she's she's in danger. She needs their help. Immediately, you see the complete turn of events. Now she is, please help me. I love she completely turns into a victim, like full on victim. And they helped her out. And the moment she's in the position where she's on top, she turns back to her bitch again. Now, that's a little example, but that's what's going on at the very core of what's happening in every relation relationship. Because these are not really relationships. These are, I guess, they are relationships. But from the shadow, the relationships of the world are based upon uh, this tyrant victim take and 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 being you know subdued right when you know the truth about what's going on you can make decisions that put you in an empowered place you're no longer a victim so in the modern world this is about business and i this is kind of from the shadow because you can have business on the shadow and business on the gift right <laughs> we're looking at having business in 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 the gift which is a completely different kind of business like when what i was talking about mr mr um mr beast right you know, he's running a multi-million dollar business, but his his goal is an idea, right? Same with Elon Musk or any people that are running, you know, now <clears throat> Elon Musk is running billion dollar businesses, right? <clears throat> what What is that? It's no longer about them. You know, it's no longer about me, 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 me. That's what the personality is about. Me, 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 right? It's about the idea. It's about creating and contributing to the growth and the expansion of life. So in business, success often arrives through the development of fruitful relationships. These can be within the business itself, with other agencies, such as the media and with clients or with clients. And in a healthy environment, this is what, you know, creates prosperity in the gift Everybody is working and helping each other. And that's what true, you know, new advanced businesses are for. <clears throat> but right now, the media, <clears throat> we have two kinds of media. We have um, the media and then we have Twitter. <laughs> and the underground, right, uh, which a lot of people don't even know exists, which is um, <clears throat> what is what is the free, free flow of information. And the mainstream media is not the free flow of information. It's a tool for an agenda at this point at a, at a global level. I mean, have you seen on the news what's actually going on right now in, um, in Germany with all the farmers, 
you know, and France now, they're, you know, all the tractors coming out, the trailers, they want to fucking stop the farms from making food. That shit, you don't hear it out there in the mainstream media. I mean, this is sick shit that's going on right now. There's massive caravans of people, the whole of Germany. It's a huge thing. Where have you heard this on the news? Have you heard this on the news? No, because it's not part of the agenda. But these people are standing up and saying, enough. Are you kidding me? What, what are we going to do if we don't have any food? That's the plan of the greedy motherfuckers at the top. And, and you know, they're also part of God. They're playing the villain part. This is a whole play, right? We are in a movie, right? <clears throat> so these villains are also part of God, but they're playing their part really well. And they're just spoiled little children that never grew up. That always had everything and they've, they've never been on the other receiving end of this. And they think that they understand reality. But they don't. Because they don't have love. And it's not that God does not love them. Right? These people running the little castles of sand. Right? It's just that they're playing the antagonist. Playing the villain. So that we can step up and grow. It's, it's this push and pull of life. Right? <clears throat> so, word of mouth still remains one of the most powerful tools for ensuring the successful transformation of a business and a great problem generated by the 54 shadow concerns the frequency of its transmission. So, we're talking about word of mouth, obviously, obviously, and this is, uh, this is why I like capitalism myself, right? Because as we, as people evolve, capitalism evolves also. So when we're talking about business coming from the from the fourth seal and the fifth seal, from love and truth, from love and love expressed, right? There is no longer this um, this doggy dog that happens in the shadow, happens in the in the third seal, right? The business is I'm creating a product that is gonna service other people, that is gonna help them grow, change, expand, you know manifest what they need in their life. Now you're you what you're giving, you're giving something that has value. And it's part of the of the business. At this point it's getting more and more like that. If you don't make something that has value, it doesn't sell. Obviously obviously without, you know, considering, you know, the macro corporations which they have control all the uh, all the exits and the doors so that, you know, they can squeeze every money. But I'm talking at a more, you know, Business, small business to small business, relatively, you know, small business is under $100 million, something like that, you know. When we're talking about that kind of capitalism, that type of business dealing, we're talking about the gift. We're talking about, in this case, aspiration, where we're going to get to that, right? So the transmission of frequency, because that's ultimately what we're doing in every interaction that we're having with everybody. We are... We are exchanging electromagnetic fields. Money is an exchange of field. Money in itself is not bad. It's just a tool. Business in itself is not bad or good. It's a tool. It's what we do with these tools that create 
the suffering of the world or the prosperity of the world, right? And it's this transmission of frequency. So greed or desperation is an energy field that can be sensed by others. And as such, it engenders distrust and closes down opportunities that might otherwise have been fruitful. And, um, and I want to I wanna dive into this um, um, definition of what um, Richard talks about trust here. Because um, the way I see trust is understanding the nature, the underlying nature of relationships, right? You don't trust the other. You trust God and you trust love because you are giving, right? You are not even in a, in a remotely in a place of need so that you need to trust the other to give you what you want. You're in a place of abundance. And so when you're giving and when you're receiving, because you're open to receive, even if they're going to give you shit, right? Because, you know, life will continually test you, right? You take what you are given, right? And then when you receive it, then you make decisions, right? But when you are not vibrating in that frequency of abundance, of prosperity, of having a connection to the source, right? You're radiating this light. Then, then you go through life, you know, obviously afraid of everybody, right? I'm, when I talk about all this stuff about what's going on in the world, it's not so that we become afraid and paranoid because that's what happens because we're still in the shadow is that we grow up from our naivete, that just because you have access to this information, the world now, it's all roses, right? Yes, because your frequency has raised, you, you're most likely to encounter people that are at that frequency. But you still have shadows. You're still going to manifest experiences where you need to be aware and conscious of what's going on, right? So this trust, it's a matter of realizing, of observing, of being present and open-hearted, right? I would call. I would not call it trust. I would be. I would call it open heart. I would call to have an open heart, because when you're having an open heart, you're open to life, to giving and receiving. But you're not giving your power away to the other to take responsibility or take care of you, because the people misunderstood those, misunderstand those two things. You know, when you say, well, I'm going to now that I believe in God and I believe in love, I'm going to just open up completely and trust everybody. There is a very specific kind of thing that it's also a little bit kind of really kind of Mr. Magoo style. You can just go and somehow there's magic there. There is one path, very innocent and very sweet, just like just like Jesus said, you know, come to me as children. And uh, and we ultimately and the master after going through the entire journey of you, you won the major arcana, you got the master, right? There is that. And but it's a very different kind of innocence, the innocence of the fool versus the innocence of the master. It's a very kind of different innocence. It's 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 more like you've reached a place where you don't really need anything. So you're not um, you're not worried about anybody's shadow come and try to take advantage of you because you can see it all. And even even if somebody comes, you know, I love this. Um, there's this movie, um, <coughs> Thor Ragnarok, right? And there's a scene where the two sons, Thor and Loki, come to see his father, right? 
and he's sitting in a, in a, this beautiful top of this mountain in Ireland, looking at the ocean. He's ready to die or to ascend. Actually, he's ready to ascend. He's gonna ascend, and uh, and then he's and then the his children shows up through a portal, and he said, "Oh, my 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 children." He was so happy to see them, even though Loki, one of his sons, hadn't, you know, encaged him in a, in, a, in a jail for I don't know how much. And he said, oh, you know, your your mother would have been proud of you with the magic that you did to, to entrap me for all these years, right? There was a level of, of wisdom and love that even though his own son trapped him, you know, for who knows how long, you know. He loved him so much because he was ready to ascend. He was past beyond petty resentments or any of that shit. And all he did was sit down with his sons there and enjoyed the moment. Right. So that's the kind of innocence I'm talking about. The whole other life. You don't give a fuck about all the games of reality and other people at that point. Because you're past that stuff. So there is a fine line between greed and aspiration. The 54th gift. The 54th gift is uh, aspiration. Greedy is really aspiration without trust. And and again, I'm going to point out this trust. The trust is the trust in God. Just like the 12th step of the alcoholic, right? You surrender to a higher power within you. It's not a trust in the personality of others. Because this is something very important. We live in a world where people live in the shadows, you cannot go out there and trust the personality of others. You trust God, right? And yet you can send some somebody, let's say there's, there might be a little stuck in their personality, in their shadow, but you can also sense their God, right? Their, their love within them, right? You can trust that, but don't trust the personality because every time that you do that, you're going you know, to get fucked. It, it's going to happen and it is happening right now. And it is happening a lot within the spiritual New Age community. A lot of people are getting bamboozled. A lot of people got bamboozled. I had a lot of friends that were super spiritual. Next thing, they're all masked up when the whole bullshit of, you know, the magic virus showed up. They're injecting themselves with the fucking vaccines. And they're hating you and say, stay away from me because you got the fucking virus. Totally blinded. They've been taking advantage because they trusted they trusted the people that were telling them, oh, there's a fucking, you know, virus. They got taken advantage by the shadow, by the personality the, of the world's shadow, right? The manifestation of the darkness. So you don't trust the personality of others. You don't trust the shadow of others. You trust God. And that is what we're talking about here because that changes everything. So... um. <clears throat> Because all frequencies attract similar frequencies, greed cannot really trust in its own allies since they are sure to be equally self-serving, right? But when you have an ally, and, and this is where you become discerning, right? There's, a, there's another um, jinky, jinky 12, the shadow of vanity and the gift of discrimination, right? And it's a very interesting name for, for, for a gift, right? But it's it's being able to discern the refined. I actually have this jinky on my profile. The the discern what is the refined, you know, of the availability. How you 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 know exactly where is that uh, 
the light within the darkness, right? And so if you have allies, you trust them because you they have gained your trust, right? They're no longer operating from their personality or when they're operating from their personality, it has nothing to do with you, you know? At some point, you become more uh, specific about who do you want to, to work with. So you do trust your allies, but you don't trust just anybody because they're not ready. Not because they're not God or they're not worthy of love, but because they're coming from the shadow, right? Obviously, you're, you're going to stop attracting a lot of that once you raise your own frequency. It doesn't even reach you, right? And when it comes, you're able to discern it. So the 54th shadow does not know how to attract the attention it needs to rise up within the hierarchy, even though it thinks it knows. And here again, we have the same problem. We're working within a hierarchy. So uh, that needs to go out the window. Um, and it is. It's going to eventually. <laughs> but as long as we're still working within a hierarchy, you, you still need to uh, understand how it works in order for you to don't get entangled by its games. So, um, so greed is an energy that will compromise its own integrity in a flash to get what it wants. And this is its downfall. And this is very powerful what he's saying here. Whenever you compromise your integrity, when, whenever you lie, Whenever you want something and are willing to give up your God-given right for positioning your attention, your honor, right? Now you have gone into the darkness. And this is what a lot of these people do in order to get into these high positions of power in the world. They have to be compromised. And it's nasty stuff. I mean, at the nasty level is video of them raping children and murdering and stuff like that. And now they have, you know, they, they got them by the balls. And you see all of these fucking politicians and lawyers and, you know, business leaders and entertainers and actors and musicians and artists all over the fucking world. Business people. You know, what, what's been going on right now with the Epstein files coming out, right? It's very sad stuff. But that's exactly how this world operates, Right? And there's people who prey on that. Again, this relationship between the tyrant and the, and the victim at the highest levels of this hierarchy of shadow world. <laughs> we have a lot of these, you know, people trying to become top dog and they're eating everybody and then they get eaten by some other topper dog. You know, it's, it's the wild, bigger fish, it's the bigger fish, the little fish. That is not what we are and that's not our future and that's not why we came here. Most of us, we just came here to feel the waves in the, in the sea. You know, and we have to put up with this bullshit, you know. But a lot of people need still need to go through that process in order to understand what love is. So, um, in order to get recognition, greed must mature enough to become ambition, which does not have the same sense of desperation that goes with greed. And actually, aspiration doesn't have desperation at all. Because aspiration, and we're going to be diving into that deeply when we get to that, um, it's uh, wanting, wanting, you know, because it's all wanting, the experience that is transcendent. So it's beyond physicality, it's beyond wanting the things of the world, you want the things of God. And that changes everything. So there's, and you could say, okay, there, there might be the spiritual desperation, but that's still just the shadow. And that is what the dark night of the soul is, letting go of that 
need because because you know when you get into the dark night of the soul you're stuck with the personality still wanting stuff but you think you're enlightened you know but the world doesn't fit anymore and you don't feel anywhere that you belong anywhere so it's a mess and it's a challenge and it takes a while for that because it's embedded now at a chemical level in the body the body wants that energy um so Greeting itself can lead to material success, and it does, if it pushes and pushes and takes over and steps on people and it doesn't fucking care about anything. <clears throat> You're just going to take. It's the taker, right? However, such successes cannot evolve into the higher aspects of aspiration because there's no love, right? And so stays in a low-frequency loop based on material accumulation that will eventually backfire. Um. And same thing, you know, I mean, you're, we're talking about these people right now. They're in Davos, right, doing the World Economic Forum, right? you know, own nothing and you'll be happy. You know, we are going to own everything because you're not good enough to take care of the planet and you are vermin. And so where where do they see themselves? They're going to fucking eventually turn themselves into cyborgs, put themselves chips in the brain, turn their whole fucking body because now we're going to be immortal. We're going to ascend. No, no, you're not going to ascend. You're going to deteriorate the DNA to such a degree that your, your, no, no soul is going to want to incarnate in your progeny. 50, fast forward 50,000 years, you're going to have to go back to the beginning of the universe because you're going to turn into... There's no future for these people, you know? And it's because when you get so obsessed about something that has no exit, it's like, you know... They're trying, they're, they're trying to create something out of a misunderstanding of reality. And, and God will allow all of this because it's still expansion to a certain degree. It's a nasty expansion. But the more you subdue others to get what you want, the, less, the farther away you get from love. And love is the path. Love is the exit. Love is the future. So there's no growth. You look at the Kundalini, how it goes from power, it goes from love. From power, it goes to love. From the third seal to the fourth seal. Or the third chakra to the fourth chakra. So that's it's the path. You cannot get stuck in that, you know, third seal of power over others and, and think that there's an exit. There is no exit. You're just gonna, just like an addict, just become more and more. You want more and more and more and more. And, you know, next thing... You know, you got these people owning continents, right? These Rothschild and Rockefellers and Merovingian. All of these morons. And not even them. There's even people that we don't even know that control them. It's, it's all a nasty, nasty cesspool of, of misunderstanding of reality. And still, the love of God allows because free will, right? Because positioning of attention. The one thing these people have is focus. They're focused on their nasty, evil deeds, Right? But they're not going anywhere because without love, there's there's no path. So um, this is what will backfire. So we all know the phrase, money can't buy you happiness. And that's exactly what I was saying. And this epitomizes the biofeedback loop created by excessive greed. As with all the jinkies, true happiness exists in continual transcendence, which is going up, the kundalini going up opening up these higher seals, these um, subtler bodies, and becoming more of an understanding, uh, re returning back to an understanding 
of reality, who we are and what's the true potential of this biomachine. We're not just here to run this biomachine on, on first gear. We're here to fly. So we need to learn how, how to get faster and faster vibrationally, I mean, accelerate the, uh, the vibration of the molecular structure. Genuine ambition has a built-in genetic urge to keep transcending. And, and ultimately, when you see these, the very basic function of this sh shadow as a seed for ascension, because we're going to, this is the gift of ascension we're talking about, the, the divine gift of ascension, the city. We're going from greed, which is that very basic, I want, you know, cavemen just, you know, taking woman, oh, taking food, oh, you know, just raw, <laughs> right? And then now you more refine. Now what you want is, is love. You want to experience love. And in order for experiencing love, you have to give it. You become a giver, right? Just like God is the creator, you become, you return to who you are, the image of God, right? Which is the giver, the creator. And um, so this is why the affluence of the Western world is beginning to naturally transform into a more spiritual aspiration. And yes, it is. A lot of people are totally and we are we are we are actually doing pretty good there's a lot of nasty stuff going in the world and it's always been but now there's a lot of really beautiful stuff going on um however greed itself is based on fear because the shadow is fear which fuels the need for ownership and the accumulation of material possessions same thing what we're talking about fuels that shadow of the third seal right which is Get, 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 stamp, stomp, stomp on everybody. Get what you want. Fuck everybody, right? Because of the fear at its roots, greed cannot afford to acknowledge anyone outside its immediate circle of support. And so this is what um, just tribal consciousness is, you know, at its very um, limited basis, you know. You see it very clearly with suddenly you say something that, that it's out of the boundaries of whatever people accept in the reality. You say something and somebody goes, oh, you know, like, shit, I say here in this podcast, you know, some people in the spiritual community would look at me and he's crazy. He's a conspiracy theorist. It's beyond their boundaries. And so that is um, really fear at its very core, Right. It's it's stepping out of the boundaries of their immediate reality. And that is why you this is why uh, mass formation psychosis exists. This is why how people are on most a lot of people in the world are under a spell, mind control spell. Because they have given a version of reality that they think is true when you come and you tell them, you know what? The world is older than they tell us it is. Climate change doesn't fucking exist. You know, the, the, the way they're selling it in, in order for them to get their carbon tax so that you can get a fucking central bank digital currency so they can have these cameras in the, in the, and these measurers on the city so that you can create these 15-minute cities. Oh, you are just about, you, you're just creating shit. No, I've stepped out of the boundaries of your accepted reality. And what's going to happen? Now you're pushed out because yeah, now you, you're going too far. But when you have matured enough, you can listen to all this stuff. You may agree or disagree for X, Y, Z reasons, but the love is still there. You're still seeing, as long as the other motherfucker is not trying to murder you, you know, or, or you know, 
abuse your name in the other way because not them, but the shadow in them, the, the personality, right? You still, and even beyond that, when you get to a place of true transcendence, you know, you feel that love and that connection to everybody. It acts in direct competition with other groups or organisms, and if successful, draws resources away from others, even when it has more than enough. This is the definition of the third seal, what I've been talking about. The 54 Jink is a member of the codon group known as the Ring of Seeking, which is the great pressure codon inside human DNA. Each of the six Jinkies within this group, which is the 15, 39, 52, 58, 54, and 53, which out of which we only have to go through the 54 and then the 58. This is the codon Ring of Seeking. Uh, each of these uh, jinkies which in this groove drives an aspect of our human evolutionary movement. <clears throat> it is interesting to note how variations in frequency reorient, reorient the flow of energy through our DNA. And this is exactly what we're doing with this, with this study we're doing. We're learning how to reorient, this is very interesting what he's saying here, the, uh, the flow of energy through our DNA. This is when I'm talking about the building blocks of reality. Understanding the 64 jinkies is understanding the building blocks of reality. How can we flow and build realities with layers of consciousness? The future is it's going to be when we can build realities based on blueprints of consciousness that flow organically between each other. We're having an understanding of these building blocks of reality. We can, with our consciousness, flow energy in these intersections that build layers of reality. And I'm talking about even beyond matter. I'm talking about how do we build bridges to parallel universes, stable bridges. The future may be not about... Going into the future, but going parallel. You know, now you can, you exist in this parallel reality right here where you're a chef. And now because of consciousness, you can create a bridge of consciousness. And now in a moment, now your whole reality transforms. Now you're in a reality where you are a race car driver. And uh, those are silly examples. But because the future is going to be so much more than that. But ultimately, what I'm saying is. How much life have we missed because our attention has been on shitty, petty, little, stupid, little... We're looking into a corner and, and bitching about it. There is a universe out there. And it's up to us to look there into that universe and build that universe. But we need to understand how it functions. So this is very interesting what he's saying here. For example, at lower frequencies, all this genetic pressure is externalized through the 54 shadow as the urge to seek and accrue material power. He calls it wealth, but it is not wealth. Wealth is a state of the state of the world, the world, the universe. You look at the planet Earth, planet Earth is pure wealth. You look at the sun, the sun is wealth. That is wealth. So uh, material power, material, because what the, at, the, at its very core is power over others, right? You want to have this power because they're afraid. You want so much shit because you're afraid you don't have enough. When you recognize at its very core, why? Why people want so much shit? They want to own the world. And this is all that's the mountains, probably even before we came into this planet. 
No, absolutely. This stuff is old as fuck. Fear at its very core of not having enough, of being taken, so I'm going to take everything. If somebody disagrees with you now, they're the enemy. Where does that come from? Right? And so, um, however, at a higher frequency, the very same dynamic is sublimated and internalized to become the urge for meaning and purpose. That is the aspiration. We're going to dive into the, the gift of this jinky. Um, there is nothing inherently wrong with the urge to seek material wealth, but it is a path that inevitably inevitably leads to disappointment. So um, there is so much to say about that statement right there. Um, it's ultimately what the what the shadow wants, and and you know as you as we have to have the full experience of life, we have to go through the shadow, and we have to get to that disappointment. Because when we get to that disappointment, we're going to ask, now what? And that's when we are evolving. That's, so, so it's a path. You, you have to go through the darkness in order to get to the light. Or to realize that you are bioluminescent. You know, all the while, just like the, you know, the, the shoes of Dorothy in the, um, the Wizard of Oz. You had the power within you all day, all, all the time, honey. Right? All you have to do is clack those ruby, um, what, what, like, they have, they have a name, the ruby shoes, right? You have the power. You are bioluminescent. You can just shine in the darkness. But most of the time we have to go all the way to the point where we say, well, what's the purpose of all this bullshit? Now we're talking. Because then you realize, you know, I'm, the more I try to get, the more I, I never, I'm never fulfilled. I keep keep trying to get this high. And the high is lesser and lesser and lesser the more you, you seek for it. So this is the ring of seeking, right? So it's very important we go and we understand these processes. And so this this is why this all of the understanding and diving into these concepts are incredibly amazing. Um so but it is a path and inevitably leads to disappointment, aloneness and misery. And it is, yes. I mean these people that you know, they run on this day. Who knows what fucking nasty shit they do for entertainment. I mean, these people, you know, fucking torture clones, you know, boil babies alive for fun. I mean, this is nasty motherfuckers, right? Because they can't feel anymore because they're so far away from love. They need something to get them on. And it's sad. It's very, very sad. Um, for many who attain material success... It acts as the trigger to seek something higher. And this is when we get to that point of disappointment, right? Aloneness and mystery that we have a breakthrough. This is why we go through the dark night of the soul, which happens in different ways for different people for different reasons, right? Because we reach that point. And so that triggers that next step. So we're evolving. But for many others, it remains an addiction whose promise of fulfillment in the future prevents them from enjoying the beauty that surrounds them in the present moment. So at the very core of all of this, we have time. And there is no time in the observer. There is no time in the positioner of the attention. The positioner of the attention is here. The experience of reality as emotion that the soul records 
It's here. There is no future. There is no past. As long as we exist within time. This is another hack, right? If you want to use it. Then we are bound by the laws of the shadow. Because there's a future and there's a past. You have memory and you have expectations. And so all of this stuff is the shed, the stuff of the personality. When you realize that this is the stuff of the personality, then you can become that observer, right? And look at it like, like, you know, like a kid that's doing its temper tantrum, right? Because it didn't get what it want. And now it's going to go beat the other kid to get it from them. And you go like, and it's, it's a play. You're just watching a play in front of you. And uh, parts of it are going to be hard, you know, hard wrenching. And but, you know, if if life does its job and it always does sooner or later, these experiences will come that will turn your life upside down and show you what is the next step. Because there's no exit. You're like, have come. we always come to this, you know, dead ends. And you go like, now what? I've hit a, I've hit a wall. Now what? And then. At some point, when you let that suffering, which is your power returning, going through the emotional body, that pain go through your heart and embrace it, take responsibility. Yes, I was the asshole that did all of that shit here and here and here and here and here. And guess what? God still loves me the same as God God loves everything. Everything. And you realize that you are loved. In that moment, time stops. The moment of love is the moment where time stops. There's no more time. When you're in love, that experience of expansion, time stops. And now you've totally activated that biohack right there. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the repressive and reactive nature of this shadow. The repressive is unambitious and the reactive is greedy. <laughs> and um, so you can, um, uh, you, you can, you know, actually, we're, we're really focusing right now on coming back to every day a podcast because we've been kind of taking this hiatus but we're we're um we're gonna be doing this every day now, Monday through through Sunday again, like we used to do it, and that is much more fun because we still have you know another ten jinkies to go through, and there's much more that is gonna come back after come after that. So um, if you if you wanna find out more about where you can find us on social media, go to jorn.tv. That's J O U R N TV. At the bottom black menu, there's a link that says support. Click on that one, and you'll find all of our social media links. We have a Telegram news, a Telegram chat. If you wanna contact us, that's the place to contact us. Uh, we have a uh, Twitter. News also, and a Truth Social, and a Rumble, where we have also our pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are interviews with um, and just guests that come to sh- tell us their story about how they went through the darkness into the other side. And uh, and you can also find that on Jorn.tv. Uh, there's a Pioneers link at the bottom. These are also on video and audio. And if you want help with your work that you're doing here with these jinkies or with your life in general, your business, and if you're going through the dark night of the soul, and soon we're going to have um, a new coaching program for people that uh, want to 
put on podcasts and use this to uh, help their coaching bring more people connect with your with the people that resonate with your message it's going to be called the client generator and we're going to have all of that when you go to the support button you'll find all of those coaching if you need support everything you need it's on this podcast we have over 800 episodes and they're all available on jorn.tv and any other podcast out there you can find us on apple podcast google podcast podbean spotify stitcher reason iHeartRadio, listen notes player fan podvine and and many more. But if you want personalized uh, help, support with it, with your work, go to the support button on jorn.tv and you'll find all of our stuff there. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.